what is up? This is Sarah G, and we are at it again. This is the episode two of Sarah's Strike in support of WGA and SAG-AFTRA. And again, it is so phenomenal how many people are united and standing together. But the more time that I spend listening and learning, the more I realize, wow, just how much I didn't even know. The thing is that I did talk about the other day as well when I recorded how so many people are canceling their streaming services to show that they are in support of the actors and of the writers. The thing is that a bunch of writers and actors today on Tuesday, July 18th have come out and said, please don't do this. This is not actually supporting us in the way that you think it is. It is giving away for the anyway, the big streaming services, you name it, to have their way with, you know, controlling them. And that's not okay. So if if anything, keep your streaming services if you haven't done it yet. So just saying, because they track. And I was someone who's actually been looking at trying to find a cheaper way to pay for some things as well as family. Like, uh, my family does some stream sharing, which I know is a no-no, but whatever, and I know the fact that I'm admitting this is life, but the point that I'm trying to make with this is that, you know, different bundles, different things come up, but, you know, if it takes away from the fact that these um, writers and actors can't get residuals in the future, etc., then maybe we shouldn't do it. I don't know. (laughs) That being said, I loved, again, how many actors and writers are joining together? I saw Diva Lacey from Lacey Mosley from iCarly on her Instagram today with Mary Shear, aka Mrs. Benson, Marissa Benson, uh, Nathan Cress, who is Freddie Benson, Miranda Cosgrove, Carly Shay, and Jaden Triplett, who is Melisent. And, you know, it's just super funny as her, you know, she's scam goddess, Harper on iCarly, she's on Lopez versus Lopez, she's a writer, she's an actor, she's a dual person, and it's very cool to just see, like, how much, you know, everyone's joining together, and I know I said that yesterday, but I really want to emphasize also, my friend Laura, hi, if you are a Gen Z Gab listener, I know I'm throwing back some of that in, but she was on my podcast last December. She is a donor-conceived uh, content creator, comedy, da- granddaughter of a Holocaust survivor. She has so much an amazing podcast called Insemination, but she is also a part of SAG, and she's been talking about, again, Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Don't be that creator that's not in a union, etc. Don't be the influencer that takes this opportunity moment, this opportunistic moment, like I mentioned in my last podcast. And I just applaud hearing so many other people who have been reached out and have been saying no because I've had to say no. And it's just where I stand in support, seeing how much, though, that they didn't think that creators or influencers would stand in support with WGA, SAG-AFTRA, sorry, why did I do that? I don't know. 
it just goes to show that we're not as easily manipulative to be there. But my point is that I think that it's cool to hear all these different sides, but it also doesn't do much to just go straight into independence like a lot of other creators are doing. But the whole thing that you hear about, though, coming in under 26K, people don't realize, because again, I'm going to mention Michael Jammin, the writer, who I mentioned yesterday or the day before, depending on what day you actually listen to this, it's kind of, yes, the news is never ending. I am so glad I went to school for journalism and communications because now I know what to keep tabs on. But the point is, I heard him explain the reason why he didn't make residual or enough residuals for 26k to be worked towards his his health insurance was because some of them were used from the year before where he made more. And this is a lot of what happens with certain actors and the way the system works. And you can go and find a lot of this information on all their Instagrams because I want to specify that I'm doing the best that I can with reporting accurately and I double check and there's a lot of pauses. But I do want to specify, please look at their Instagram accounts if you want the real full-blown factual details that they give because I know that I could be saying something that might not be 100% accurate and worms pronouncing because we all have that moment in life where we don't say the right thing. And that's okay. We got to stop trying to be perfect. But yeah, the point is, though, we will continue to march on and get through this. It's just so interesting, you know, again, from the outside looking in, how much I've really actually, though, wanted to say it's like a party that I'm actually invited to. Because, again, all are welcomed. But the problem is I'm in the Midwest, and a lot of these picketing stuff is in the East Coast or West Coast, aka New York and California. So, you know, the power of social media, like I've said, is amazing for this specific situation. It's just really funny um, how this is about the only, again, argument that I can make if, you know, Jen Garner and Pink are listening. This is one of the few times where I'd say social media is used for good, but there is not a lot of data to back that up, clearly. But yeah, uh... I think that the whole intricacies that we don't really know about also come to factor with how much that we pay attention to streaming versus, you know, TV, etc. How much that we think, though, that it's made from actual, you know, A-list actors when in reality, it's a lot of times not the actors that get a chance, even if they're good. And I think this really just opens the eyes to things that we don't even understand. Like, everything is not what it seems, and that's okay. But the fact of the matter is that now, you know, even directors, even, pr- like, all those separate things, like, for, you know, non-union things versus union things, and you still have to keep up with it. But the fact that people are emailing out right now to try to get more people to persuade people just shows how much that you know, having a voice in this is winning, how much of a, you know, sticking to your guns, just supporting other people. Again, this is like something that I've been 
waiting for to see again a little bit of faith back in humanity. I know that sounds kind of funny, but it just makes me think about all the things that we don't really consider. And again, we do have so much opportunity to make things ourselves, like what I'm doing right here, what I am podcasting, you know, I just, I got my little home set up right here, completely 100% accurate, but it doesn't take away from the fact of, you know, again, AI is, we can't be replaced by robots, no matter how much people say, I mean, it's, it's not going to work. And people have a way of connecting with each other and supporting each other, which we constantly are seeing right now. So I think this is very unique, like in a sense that I didn't know how little even like the top TV people make like from residuals because I think I saw something from Constant Murray, uh, the one who played Angie on the George Lopez show. She talked about how she made like 0.42 cents in um, a lot of the reruns and then Mandy Moore explained that as well, that she makes like a 0.81 cents in um, in residuals from This Is Us and I know a lot of people are like, but they're top actors. I think it also just goes to show how little and then they're also speaking like for exactly this reason they're speaking up for this reason because of given the situation with you know more of the recurring characters the you know background actors all the stuff that gets paid but like the residuals adding up and i think that it kind of is you not that unique but i think that's where we don't think that hard about even these top actors and the availability, what goes in, what goes out to being able to even be in SAG, because you have to pay a lot of money to be in SAG, and then you have to figure out how much money in residuals that you have yourself to get through this and be able to be a part of, you know, whether or not it gets healthcare or not. And I know that I'm repeating a lot of things, but that's what they keep saying. That's what they keep telling. And obviously, as you know, the second episode, this is by the third, you know, the fourth, all of it will probably sound like a lot of lots of, um, you know, repeating all of that stuff. But that's the point. They've been repeating for years. I mean, they did this in 2008 for the Writers Guild. And yeah, it's been 63 years since they've gone on strike together, but that's the point. Like, this is monumental. Also, people in Atlanta and people in Miami are standing together with in the smaller groups. And that just shows how prevalent it is. So kind of building off of a lot of the stuff, and I'm going to, you know, talk about a lot of different things, but aside from just you know, the usual with the duality of the strike and other things. The fact of the matter is, though, that I actually just ran into a family friend and they were talking about all the things that I had wanted to do when I was younger. And yes, uh, a lot of people probably thought I was more going after the singer-songwriter track. And that actually was always kind of more of a backup. Because, again, acting has always been kind of my love. And with ADHD, I could never keep straight with the... keep Not keep straight, but just keep up with all the instruments that I wanted to learn. And then I realized GarageBand and Final Cut Pro and Premiere Pro, etc. 
kind of took over all of that. So I got what I needed to. But as I was talking through this with my mom afterwards, it was just kind of funny, though, how separately that their son does way more theater and how the theater isn't really affected by this, but they're still in support, obviously, with SAG and with WGA, at least from my understanding when talking to them. A lot of the things that came up that I remember just within my own um, conversations that I've had as someone who has looked into joining, and I think I kind of mentioned this yesterday when I, if you're talking about listening to all three back to back and binging, it doesn't really matter. But in this case, you know, I was talking to someone else about where I should go, like my coach, about this because I don't know when to start. But if you start too early, then you run into problems. So a lot of, um, you know, from what I was hearing and getting at, it was a lot of similarities. And that's not to say that you shouldn't ever join the union or, you know, not be in support of the union. It's just how it is. And I thought it was kind of an interesting take that it was something so similar. But when you're kind of this grass is green in that two to three years of been trying to break into the industry, when you're still kind of that novice intermediate actor, it's just kind of interesting and different to see that perspective as well so yeah I thought that was pretty cool just to hear from even a theater side because I've seen plenty of people do both and it's just very cool to think about that you know there's all these different layers that we don't really think about uh as well as the animation writers are not in the writers guild as much from my understanding but it's cool that they're you know tomorrow aka today depending on you know this release so yes uh july 19th the animation and the wga plus seg are all coming together and i think that's really cool kind of like i talked about with the whole ups thing and i want to just clarify a lot of things about ways to support because I think that you know a lot of things get lost in translation or the way that you say them might not come out right and I want to make sure that I get this right given the fact of how important it is to talk about these things and be accurate you know we're not we're not one of those you know fake news stations here we're not even a news station here we're not npr we're not any of that uh but separately you know it's interesting like where people want to know more support and again as people go google is free but it's sometimes nice just to get reminded i know i'm not a very much a analytical logical reading type learner obviously because i got dyslexia and adhd which people can say how will you ever memorize your lines i think there's differences and i know how to teach myself memorization okay so for all those people that are gonna badger me about what i'm doing here just relax karen okay executives you know whatever Anyway, you can support the strike by donating to the hardship fund that helps the struggling strikers. And again, just reminding you, streaming TV shows or going to the movie theaters is not considered crossing the picket line, all right? As well as that there's the um, Emergency Financial Assistance and Disaster Relief Fund on its website of SAG-AFTRA. While the WGA has good and welfare emergency assistant loans for its writers, 
as well as the Entertainment Community Fund is helping assist those on strike. And you can find this from businessinsider.com as well as Fox and so many more New York Times. I just went with Business Insider because I don't have to pay some of that subscription, but that's just because I'm even more broke, like a lot of people. I know that's ironic, the irony within itself. I do want to specify one other thing that I was seeing a lot today on July 18th, and that is the Orange is the New Black stars were saying how they can't, at one point, they couldn't afford, they could not afford a cab, okay? Keep in mind, and yet they were the biggest stars on streaming network, especially Netflix at that time. And the fact of the matter is they could not go outside because of how famous they were. And I also think about a weird incident, which again, I do not always get into those shows. Sometimes they're too long. Sometimes they're not my cup of tea, but I can tell you this. Orange is the New Black, I was in the minority that didn't always like it. I can respect good writing and great acting, but it's just in the end, in a very small minority that I am in, didn't enjoy it as much. But I will say I feel for the actors there. I will say that on my way to Costa Rica when I was a junior, going to be a junior in high school, some kids in the Miami airport ran into a person who played one of them on the series, one of the women. And I just uh, want us to say that suddenly reading that article made so much sense to me. She was in a hat. She was, you know, in sunglasses. One of the girls went up to her from my group trip, but she was really incognito and super nice about willing to get a picture with, you know, some of the people that I knew, but she really didn't want people to get drawn attention to her. And I kind of now think about that in the sense of, wow, she probably, I mean, maybe she could afford the plane ride or maybe whatever. I don't really know the situation there, again, because it depends on what seasons three and four seem to do a lot better and some of the pay. But again, it's where the streaming and residuals kind of don't always line up. You don't know what exactly goes into everything. Again, it's all very nuanced and we'll never probably know the full stories. Obviously, it's great though that people are out there exposing and telling their truth because that helps a lot too. I just was thinking about that article just sent chills down my spine because it's, again, the irony of where, well, I didn't meet her for starters, but I didn't really know who she was, and she was just going about her day, but still being, you know, kind enough to a few teenage people, teenage girls, you know, group of us, again, I think it just shows, though, you, these are not the most famous people making the, this money, and again, going back to the Justine Bateman thing that I talked a little bit about, where it can be great for just anyone and your managers probably don't realize it and again i'm still learning the ins and the outs the ups and the downs of everything obviously and it's kind of a struggle but it's really cool to see this kind of where you have a point of view from every angle and that you know the union 
needs to change but it doesn't mean everyone's against it but it helps to also know that you have this opportunity like other people like everyone else gets a fair chance in this indie film setting that's all I wanted to really say about that so as we wrap up here because it has been a lot of fun uh, episode two of Sarah's Strike I just wanted to consider some of these other options as well as ways to help out. (laughs) 